Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, the payments app Revolut is dipping its toe into the car insurance market. From today, 3,000 Irish customers are to be offered car insurance with the promise that it will be 30% cheaper, with further reductions available if you put a tracker in your car. Derek Riley from the electric vehicle website Nevo.ie is to tell us, he's here to tell us a bit more. Afternoon, Derek. Afternoon, Sean. Uh, th- that sounds great. Will it be as great as that, do you think? Though? Yeah, because I can understand whether you're going faster than you should be going and where you are and why you shouldn't be. And so there's an element of Big Brother is watching, but it's all for a cheaper premium. And some people are happy with that. Right, OK. And th- but, th- but they're just saying it'll be 30% cheaper even if you don't have a tracker. Do you believe that? Potentially. (laughs) (laughs) To be confirmed. Yeah, okay, yeah, we will see about it. It's like the first three of me. So tell us about how a a track, what will it be tracking? It literally is a GPS tracker, so it knows where you started, where you went to, and it'll work out the speed in between. So it does it, it's not too fancy. It's a fairly, it's not the first to market. There are other insurance companies out there that offer this service to first-time drivers and new drivers just so they're not tearing around the place doing drag strips uh, up and down the main street. And how much what, what, How much data does it gather about This it? is just GPS and then it works out the speed in between each of those points. Mm. Uh, also, there'll be a little gyroscopic sensor in it as well, so harsh braking, harsh acceleration, stuff like that. Okay, so, uh, and is it, is it clear that, say, in the case of Revolut, how much how much data they'll need to gather before they say we're going to knock off some money off your the underwriter your... will yeah figure that out and I think they're probably looking at it they'll see who who the, who the buyers are of this or who the purchaser of this premium is and then understand that demographic I can see there's a lot of people out there that want cheaper insurance and they're happy they say I don't speed I'm happy for a tracker to be fitted in my car those that are have a bit of a heavier foot probably will not want a tracker in their car okay well there's probably a lot of people who think they're great drivers that will take a tracker and then be shocked to find. But that's a way of learning as well. So you can actually on the app see how good of a driver you are as well and it'll give you advice as to what you need to do to improve your score. So it's the gamification of it. Yeah. God, it's kind of frightening <laughs> really, isn't it? And, and like, is this just the first of this kind of technology are there other things that are going to be examining what we do yeah definitely technology and the internal combustion engine is starting to merge and especially with electric vehicles on our website that's what we focus on but it's starting to roll out across all vehicles so that intersection between you driving and how the car or the manufacturer wants to make sure that you're safe but also other users on the road or pedestrians other drivers etc and how they implement that technology is definitely becoming more and more of a, why somebody would choose a certain brand or type of vehicle Yeah and in what ways are they, can they So it can be uh, self-driving emergency braking health monitoring is starting to come into force so if it noticed that you're nodding off if it noticed that your body temperature is up it might be that you're stressed now I'm not sure what parent out there in the country would say well I don't I always get stressed in the car when the yeah, kids are in the back of it yeah. but it, it'll start to highlight to say hold on a second you are a bit stressed you need to calm down and recommend things that you can do as a driver Right How does it know if you're stressed? Sensors internally so monitoring your eye movements monitoring your heart rate monitoring your temperature and so very much monitoring the passengers and the new Volvo EX90 can actually let remind you if you've left somebody in the car 
That might be somebody you want to leave in the car. <laughs> but but uh, in, in other car countries around the world, obviously heat, etc. would be a big concern where if somebody was left in the car, like a child or a baby or a dog, these mm. aren't good places to be for yeah. a number of hours. And uh, and, and say for, for emergency braking and that kind of thing, yeah. is that already a technology that's available? Correct. Yeah, and it's just, it just depends on what the model is and more premium cars may have mm. that. So it might be that it won't allow the passenger door of your car to open if your child or the passenger is looking to get out, if it knows that a bicycle is going past. So it'll actually lock the door knowing that there's something scooting past rather than you looking out and actually being a human as well yourself. Yeah. Is this technology proving to be reliable? Yes, uh, there's no incidences of people being no, locked in their car because there's no bike there at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, and the fact that it's all run off uh, a computer built into the vehicle, there's a way of checking back on the logs. So again, going back to the insurance side of things, it can tell what speed you were going at. Were you the cause of the accident or were you not the cause of the accident? And it's probably going to start to become more in a, a legal capacity in that sense as well. Yes, right. Okay, so you won't need to call the guards. It'll well, it's not even that. It'll, you, you, everybody says it wasn't their fault. But yeah. when the data doesn't lie, you were going at the speed and you did break that red light or whatever it may be. You weren't watching the road uh, on the continent. You have to uh, blow into a breathalyzer before the vehicles start. Mm. That's starting to be rolled out. Huh. So the breathalyzer is connected to the actual ignition of the vehicle and it won't start if it feels that you are over the limit. So to start the car, you have to blow into Correct. a breathalyzer. That's coming in in the next couple of years, yeah. God, that's harsh. Uh, um, uh, uh, not that I recommend anyone do that, but that's it's it's, well, and, it's, and it's probably we don't realize that the day after we won't drive the yes, night of the yes. event. The following day, we yes. feel we're fine, but actually, the alcohol level in our blood system is is still above what we recommend. It is uh, these are all baby steps, really, towards just autonomous dri- uh, driving for really. sure. Yeah. yeah, and it's definitely the different levels. There's six different levels of autonomous driving. The majority of stuff at the moment is level two. We're just after getting level three sanctioned in Germany. It's the first company country to allow you to do that. So that is hands off. The car is driving. It knows where it's going predominantly on highways and motorways. European Union versus North America. European Union wants to make sure it's tested before it goes onto the road. Mm. Our friends across the pond, we let it go until there's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Depends how many, yeah, fatalities there are, you know. We look Uh, into it then. Yeah. Whereas we get a bit more of that here. Though, Derek, is there there a certain amount of, because you can imagine resistance to it to the extent that People would be nervous of an idea that you press a button and the car drives you someplace. It's already there. It's already in the United States. There are yeah. robo-taxis out there where you sit, you hail the taxi, it picks you up outside the door, no driver in the vehicle, mm. and it knows where you're going and it drops you there. So the pros and cons to that are, yeah, you're not in control if something goes wrong, but also there are people out there that can't drive. They may have a medical issue. They sure, might be of an yeah. age that they can't drive anymore safely. Uh, there's a number of people on Irish roads that are probably of an age that shouldn't be driving. Controversial as it may seem, we do we bring back in driving tests to see if you're competent? But autonomous driving is more efficient. We don't need to own cars potentially as often as we think we do. We probably could rent them. Mobility as a service. We rent a bike, we rent a scooter, we rent a car, we get an autonomous taxi. Yeah, it's starting to think about Total Recall, all of those future sci-fi yeah. movies that we... <laughs> but, but it also kind of finish where we started in a way that, that that the need for car insurance in a decade perhaps won't be necessary because we won't need to or uh, to own cars Potentially, anymore. yeah. Uh, it, it probably won't come as fast as that as much as we're uh, escalating or accelerating towards more electric vehicles on the roads even with the government target for 2030 it's still going to be only a third of the actual fleet on Irish roads. Yes, There's going yeah. to be a lot of vehicles out there for a number of years and we don't want to 
everything to go electric. We also don't want to have new cars everywhere. We want to make sure that the cars that are on the road are the ability to be repaired and upcycled, maybe even converted to electric. So it's not about a whole new fleet of autonomous vehicles because if I come from Belmullet in County Mayo, getting a robo-taxi there or being there and reliant on a robo-taxi service, it's not business viable. So there's yeah. definitely going to be use cases for it. Right, okay. So it's all right. So I see what you're saying. In a, it'll be a gradual thing, but will there become a... a, a an economic uh, incentive to the extent that it'll just be cheaper to... to exactly, because that vehicle will be on the road all the time actually earning revenue rather than reliant on a human who has to have eight hours or might fall asleep or might get sick, whereas automation takes away all of that. Yeah, and and but in time it will be cheaper to just... Use robo taxis or own a car. Well, it's not cheap at the moment to own a car. No, no, I mean, yeah, well, that's for sure. Yeah, so, so, but, uh, so that's what I'm bringing it all back to Revolution. They're saying that they will give you a discount if you put the tracker in and you are a good safe driver. Yeah. Uh, is the tracker like a fancy piece of tech particularly? Just plugs into your cigarette lighter. And there you go. There you go. And then they're watching you for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> Uh, how will insurance work in the age of the driverless car? Somebody wants to know. If a robot is in charge, am I going to save a bucket of cash every year? Looks like it. Yeah, wouldn't have thought so. And uh, uh, driving at night and tiredness will surely get checked. For uh, sure, yeah. yeah the mon- and we are, we, and it, it looks at where you're looking. Even I was in a vehicle on Saturday in Berlin, test driving it, and there was a little virtual assistant on the top of the dash. And when I looked at the sat-nav for too long, it said, focus on the road. It wow, told it knew me, what you were looking at. Yeah, so it knew what, where my eyes were looking. And I was yeah. looking at the sat-nav because it was a new city. I didn't know where yeah, it was going. Yeah. Not for minutes on end now don't yeah. get me wrong but it said focus on the road you're not focusing and we, we probably need a lot more of that you don't have to drive too far around the country to see people on their mobile phones etc not no, paying attention and did, did it say that in a voice yes a yeah. female vo- know me is the name of the virtual assistant okay. and, and is it you know the way that like sometimes like you get in your car and it starts beeping immediately you haven't put your belt on or mm-hmm. whatever and it's really annoying now it's going to be talking to you Sean yeah, put it, on your seatbelt is it saying it in an annoying voice that's, well you can change you know, the voice how, well, I'm not sure you? how annoying you want the voice to well, be well you see that's the thing I don't want it annoying because it might, <laughs> some people might be just tempted to crash the car into a wall just to make it shut up uh, Derek thanks a million for coming into us today uh, that was uh uh, Derek Riley there from Nevo.ie. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Energlaze on News Talk.